In the last two decades, over 7,000 American soldiers have lost their lives on the battlefield. Yet in that same time period, we've lost over 100,000 to veteran suicide. And hundreds of thousands more of our brave warriors and their families continue to suffer every single day from the mental scars of war, otherwise known as combat-related post-traumatic stress or combat PTSD. Enough is enough. We're doing something about it. Our 501c3 nonprofit, Operation Save Our Soldiers, is helping to change the lives of our brave men and women struggling with combat PTSD with our direct sponsorship of an exclusive warrior retreat and a revolutionary new therapy that's literally putting an end to their symptoms and suffering in as little as just one two-hour session without drugs or the old-school talk therapy pushed by the VA. The results are instant and permanent, but we need your help. Soldiers pay nothing for the solutions they receive at these warrior retreats, which means from time to time we have to ask for assistance to help sponsor their traveling attendance. With as little as just a $5 donation right now, you can help change the life of one of our brave soldiers and help them finally win the battle against combat PTSD once and for all. 100% of your tax-deductible donation goes straight to sponsoring a veteran's attendance, so you'll know your gift will directly impact their life and get them the help that they need. Many talk about supporting our troops. Today I'm asking you to do something about it. Please help sponsor a soldier today by going to www.operationsaveoursoldiers.org. Hey there, what's up, Warrior? It is Jeff from WarriorLife.com, and welcome to podcast episode number 400. So what if there was a machine that you could walk into a door on one side of it, and then almost like magic, walk out the door on the other side, a totally new person, someone who possesses a warrior-level strength, the skills to meet any disaster or attack head-on, and the strategic know-how to continuously level up those skills to steadily and predictably become a better protector of yourself and your family on and on and on. Well, there is in fact such a machine. And this week, I'm going to share with you a simple process that you can use to achieve these same results with a time-tested approach from what I'd say is a pretty damn good proving ground for it. Let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. Welcome to the show that helps you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is the Warrior Life Podcast. Hey there, welcome back, Warrior. This is Jeff Anderson, Executive Director of WarriorLife.com and the Warrior Life Academy. Episode number 400. We made it. The big four zero zero. Like, this has been, uh, I don't think I've ever done anything this uh this predictably in like a long, a very long time. Like every week now, we have not missed a single week for releasing a podcast episode. And listen, if you are loving our podcast, please head on over to wherever you get your little fix from, whether that is Apple Music or Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast, check us out there. Go make sure that you subscribe and then please leave us a really badass review there. We'd love to get the word out. You leaving a review helps us to get the word out to more people. It raises up, raises us up in the ranks, and then uh, we'll give you a shout-out here on the show, too. So please go ahead and do that. Now, this is kind of a special episode for us, and uh, we've got a lot going on inside of the Warrior Life Academy, and I thought this was a great opportunity to really share with you some of the things that we're putting into our training that you can ap- actually apply yourself. 
Now, let me start off by telling you a little story here about my 24 hours in the machine. So it was the very first time I've ever been on an airplane, didn't know what to expect, and my ears got plugged up when I was on the plane. Now, if you've ever experienced that when you fly, you know, the the the, uh, the change in elevation, the, the pressure that happens, like your ears can get all plugged up. I didn't know anything about that. Like I've never had that happen before. And I could not hear anything. I didn't know how to unplug my ears. I tried all sorts of things. I stuck my fingers in my ears, stuck anything I could get in my ear. Like I just didn't know how to pop my ears. And so I couldn't hear anything. And I had a bus that brought me out to the machine. And getting off of that bus, I had instantly people were screaming and yelling at me. At least I could barely hear them screaming and yelling at me because my ears were plugged up. I could barely make out exactly what they were saying. And all I know is that I was being directed all over the place. I had to, I had to get down on the ground. I had to roll around on the ground. I had to drop my bags off over here. Like it was just, it was complete chaos, pandemonium, and I was scared to death. From that experience right there, I went and I went to like this machine has a barber sat in the barber's chair and I didn't even get to choose what type of a hairstyle I wanted. The clippers came out and all of my hair was gone. That was it. I, I looked in the mirror after that and I could see that in a very short time period, I was a completely different person person as I stepped through that first door of the machine. Now, if you haven't guessed it yet, these were my like my first hours in the U.S. Army. And over the next 10 years, I went on to have a lot of different opportunities, challenges, um, accomplishments, failures, literally a transformation that's made me into the man that I am today. And I learned a lot more about how to mold, how to challenge, and how to lead men and sometimes women into being true warriors. Somebody who that was, you know, was totally up to the task, if they were ever forced into a life or death scenario, that they were going to emerge the victor. And when I look back on it now, I can see how the military's methods that they used have proven over and over again to take whatever Whatever gets spit into the machine, whatever human refuse is thrown at the military, they take that and they are able to quickly spit out a warrior out the other side who's ready to kill or be killed on the battlefield. That's what their machine does. But it's not just about basic training. I mean, they've, they've truly created a warrior machine and it applies even to your own training. In fact, I want to share with you the three-phase structure that the military uses so that you can apply these principles to your own path of preparedness. Now, I can tell you this is the same system that I've used successfully since my time in the military for my own development. And it's the same structure that we're now rolling out with our Warrior Life Academy's all-access level members that this ties together all of our training into a predictable path to becoming what we call warrior ready for the hard times that are ahead. Whether that is an attack that you have in a parking lot, a criminal attack, something in your home, or even I firmly believe that life as we know it is going to change 
in the near future. We have so many things, so many forces that are working against us, so many things that are just looming out there that have just not yet hit, but they could any day now. And when that happens, there's going to be a wake-up call for 97% of the population out there. And our goal with the all-access membership is to create a path, a training path, a development path, a readiness path that allows anybody, anybody to come in and be ready for those hard times, not just with knowledge, but with actual planning, preparedness, and training. Now, I'm going to share with you how you can actually apply this same process in there. In the academy, we call it the S3 warrior machine because we really do look at it like it's a machine and it matches the same three-phase approach that the military uses. And I'll tell you how we've adapted it to our own training and how you can too. And we'll do this by comparing each of the three phases, which are also made up of three distinctive keys that unlock the next engine of that machine. All right, so it's kind of this grid of nine different things here in three different phases with three keys in each phase. So we call it the S3 warrior machine because each one of these phases has an S attributed to it. And the first S in our S3 warrior machine stands for strength. And the three keys that are inside us are actually, we we label them as the three Bs. So it's brain, body, and backbone. And this matches the first phase of military training and development for, for creating warriors, which is basic training. So as I said, the three Bs, like brain, body, and backbone. So for brain, the brain comes first. And as I said before, like the military is used to getting in people from all walks of life, rich, poor, thin, fat, overweight. Yeah, just like people with um, people that are that are college material, people that aren't college material, like every single person that comes in is coming from a totally. And I remember like I'm just I grew up in a little country town like we had 52 kids in our graduating class and I. I'd never even know, I never knew that people like the ones that I saw in basic training, I never knew people like that existed. Not even on television had I seen people like this before. I mean, just some crazy stories that came out of basic training. It was a real shocker for me. Now, the military is challenged with taking in whoever meets that, that threshold to be able to get in there. And when I went in, they were still taking people like it was either jail or the army, like you had a choice. So yeah, we got the hoodlums in there as well. And It has to take every single one of those people, weed out the ones who are not going to make it very quickly, and then turn the rest into warriors. Now, the first step in that comes with the brain. That's why that first thing about the the culture shock of of getting yelled at and, and getting your head shaved, it's to remove the identity that you came there with, the presumptions that you had about who you are in life, the the soft parts of you. The hard parts of you, whatever it is that you're coming in with, we need to erase that, empty that glass in order to fill it back up with that warrior liquid that they were going to give you, right? So that came down to shaving your head because our hair is a big part of our identity. Get rid of it. Everybody had the same uniform. Everybody was on the same level. So you really, like you lose your identity You don't know where you're at. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's coming next. It's all meant to just take your brain and quickly churn it into something that if you don't know what's going to happen, it's more easily filled with what can happen. 
In order to become the person that you want to be, you have to let go of the person that you are. That's Lao Tzu. That's not a direct quote from that, but it's, uh, it's, the, same, it's the same concept there. Now, what does this mean for you? You have to empty your own glass because I know that there are presumptions that you have about what it takes to be a warrior, what you're going to be able to do when that moment comes that you are going to be called upon to protect yourself or your family, whether that's in a disaster, whether that's in a criminal, criminal attack. We say this all the time. You won't rise to the level of your expectations. You will fall to the level of your training. Now, that's a Greek, it's a Greek poem. It's a, a Greek poet had that quote, but it's been used even by the Navy SEALs since then. And it's absolutely true. It doesn't matter how many YouTube videos you watch, how many articles you read, you will not rise to the level of your expectations, only fall to the level of your training. But not just any training is going to do. You've got to have a certain type of training. And we went over this in, uh, we did this in the military, and it's, it'll be a topic that I'll talk with you about next week as well. Um, but let's go on to the next B here, which is body. Very plainly, a fat soldier is a dead soldier. The military knows that. If you get out on the battlefield, every single soldier has to back up their team, right? You've, you have a role to play there. And a fat soldier carrying, you know, first of all, they've got ammunition, they have their weapon. They, they're an integral part of being able to kick the enemy's ass. And as you're going from one position to another and there's bullets flying, the slower you are, the better chance you have of getting shot. And if you're shot, if you're not dead, well, first of all, if you are dead, you're, that's one less person that's going to be able to fire back at the enemy. So now the numbers have changed there. It gives the, the enemy advantage. If you are not dead and you require somebody else to give you first aid, you're taking two people out of the battlefield. So the military knows this. That's why they kick you out. Even if you're in the military and you do not... You, you, um, you, you gain weight or your health. You could get medically discharged if you have poor health. Um, but I was the weight control NCOIC for every unit that I was in in the military. It was my job to take the guys that, that were drinking too much beer and eating too much pizza and whip them back into shape. And if you did not meet the requirements in three readings, so we, every, every uh, month you get, you get another reading, a body fat reading, if you did not show progress to getting back into where you were at your 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 standard level of readiness that we that was required then you were kicked out for I've never lost a soldier that way I've never lost a soldier that way. I've always gotten everybody back into a thing because it doesn't have to be hard um let's talk about it for you because being a warrior isn't about having six pack abs and giant you know bowling ball biceps but it is about being as healthy as you can be because when you are called upon to react whether that is a criminal attack i don't care if you have a gun you might have to fight your way to your gun if are, are you going to get winded too quickly are you going to be you know are you overweight are you not going to be able to run away are you not going to be able to protect your family what if it's a disaster and there's no prescription medications out there. There's no pharmacies. There's no doctors. Are you going to be healthy enough to be able to carry on and be there as a protector for your family? So no matter where you're starting from right now, what can you do to be healthier so that you are ready if tomorrow the balloon goes up and you're called upon to protect yourself and your family 
Are you really prepared to do that? Is your body ready to do that? Let's talk about the third B, which is your backbone. Now, in the military, this is like basically your inner drive. Like it's the take the hill attitude of like there's the hill, nothing's I don't care what is in the way. And that's the way that's the way I developed in the military. I don't care if it was like a hundred enemy out there and they all had tanks and there was barbed wire, there were landmines, and I was the only one there and all I had was a toothpick. If the objective was the top of that mountain, I'm taking that fucking mountain. (laughs) Woe to all the tanks in my way because that toothpick, that's going to take everybody out. Now, is that realistic? Maybe not. But in my mind, that's what's going to happen. That wasn't something I had when I was young. That was something that developed. You develop your backbone, that will to to drive on no matter what. Now, they say that that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I believe believe that 99%. So what does this mean for you? Well, you may have heard this term that's used in the military called embrace the suck. The reason we were able to develop that kind of drive was because we didn't have any choice. That's why I didn't develop it when I was a kid, because I did have that choice. Didn't have it in the military. You're going to do what they tell you to do. And so we didn't have anything in our mind saying, oh, but I don't want to. Oh, but I wonder if I can get out of this. There was no choice. And so we had to develop that callousness, that, that there's nothing to it but to do it. We had all kinds of ways that we dealt with that individually as well as teams. Now, for you, you most likely have choices for these things. If it's cold outside, you, you can stay inside of your nice warm house. We didn't have those options. If it's too hot outside, you stay in the air conditioning. We didn't have those options. Trust me, you'll be in the jungle forever. Like it was, uh, you know, you're, you're just, you walk outside and you're just, you're just dripping with sweat. So there was this term called, you know, that you may have heard called embrace the suck. Well, I take it one step further and I call it seek the suck. So for you, What can you do to break yourself out of this comfort zone that you might be in? Because if that balloon does go up, if the shit hits the fan, you're going to be in a situation where you might not have the luxuries that you have right now. The people in Texas last year when the the freeze came, knocked the power out, people died because of how cold it is without electricity. And the, you know, Inuit, uh, Indians of Alaska, right? The Eskimos, he's gone, whatever. Like they don't, they didn't have electricity. They had snow houses and they're able to like in Arctic temperatures be able to survive. But in Texas, the power goes out and people froze to death. That shouldn't happen. So for you, I say to seek the suck. And there are ways that you can do this. Like If it's bad weather outside, like I look forward to bad weather. If it's raining outside, guess what I'm doing? I'm going running. Like my exercise for the day, I'm going running. I'm going to go get soaking wet. There's nobody else out there doing it. I'm going to go do it because I, it's a, it's a very easy way for me to kind of push myself outside of a comfort zone. Whereas most, most people might look at that and say, well, bad weather to go running. Nope. That's good weather to go running. If it ain't raining, it ain't training. All right. Um, same thing like uh, why not go out to the outdoor range when it's cold outside or it looks like it's going to rain. Of course, you want to be safe in those situations, but hey, you don't get to choose when you're going to get attacked. That's the criminal's job. But you have to be able to respond. If you don't know how to respond, 
if you don't know how to fight back in cold weather, make those, make those mistakes now, then you're not going to when the time comes for you to think where you think you're going to rise to that, that level of your expectations. All right. Now, all of this models the same stuff that we learned in basic training, which were basic skills. They were the basic things that we had to do. We needed, in order for us to progress as a warrior, we needed to have a warrior's mind. We needed to have a warrior's body. We needed to have the warrior's spirit to be able to drive on the brain, the body, and the backbone. You need those same things to be a warrior. Now, the third phase in, in our S3 warrior machine, the, uh, the, the second S stands for skills. So in the military, after basic training, we immediately go into AIT or advanced individual training. So it's, maybe this is like, you know, different, different branches of the military have different terms for things. So for us, it was AIT, advanced individual training. This is where we go and we learn our specific job specialty. We, we learn the skills for that. In basic training, we got the general skills that we needed to be able to survive out on the battlefield. We got medical skills, we got land navigation, we got uh, firearm skills. We got like the basics, right? Just enough so like, okay, if we had, if we had to shove you out on the battlefield right now, you've, got, you've got, at least got a working knowledge you'd be able to get out there. But now what we need to do is we need to fine tune your skills. That's the S2 for us. And in uh, the three keys that we use for the S3 warrior machine, is survival, uh, firearms training, and self-defense training. And this is how the military does it also. So like I said, in basic training, like we learn medical skills, which is just survival training, right? Sometimes we had to be out there. I mean, we're out in the middle of the woods and we, we have to be able to shelter ourselves from inclement weather. Uh, we learned firearms training. We learned all of those basics there. And those were all things related to survival, firearms, and self-defense. We learned unarmed training, like how to fight with our hands, because you can run out of bullets out on the battlefield. Even if you're a concealed carry, concealed carry uh, weapons holder and you're out there in the parking lot, your weapon may jam. You're, you might, the magazine might fall out accidentally. You might get one round off and then you don't have anything. Now it's just you trying to fend off this freaking meth addict with nothing but your bare hands. We had to learn those skills. So firearms, survival, and self-defense, those were the core skill sets of being a warrior in the military. They are the, they are the core skill sets. So the same is for you. Life can change overnight. There are many things that could happen. It could be a grid down blackout. It could be an economic collapse. It could be, it could be a nuclear strike. It could be... Um, be any number of things that could literally change life as we know it overnight. And you may be forced to be your own doctor, your own police officer, uh, your own food provider, your own hunter, your own farmer, your own bodyguard for you and your family, whether it's a park, it doesn't matter where it is, you name it. You and I both know that in the end, we're the only ones that we can depend upon. The government is going to come and save you. Can't, you know, they say that when seconds count, the police are minutes away. You're it. That's where the buck stops. So in this skill level, what are you doing in those three areas? Or have you stopped yourself? Have you limited yourself in those three areas? The reason why we chose to be able to like not just specialize in one thing like firearms, 
was because I believe firmly deep down in my soul that we have hard times ahead of us, that you and your family are going to be challenged, maybe even in life or death scenarios where it is a battle for resources and the world is crumbling outside our doors. When that happens, you are going to need potentially all three of those skill sets, survival skills, firearm skills, and self-defense skills, if you and your family are going to survive. I believe that's going to happen. That's not my tin hat talking. These are based upon facts, things that I see out there, not conspiracies. So when that happens, or even if it's just, like I said, a criminal attack, how, how covered are you with being able to protect yourself, even in the parking lot? What about your firearm? Are you going to be able to get to it? Are you going to be able to fight to it? What about if it, things don't turn out where you're the hero on the, on, the, on the news and you get shot or a family member gets shot, you're watching them bleed out in front of you, they get stabbed, do you have the medical skills? Do you know how to get out if you're lost when you're, uh, when you're hiking or out hunting? Do you have land navigation skills that are going to be able to get you to safety? These are all skill sets of the warrior. Now, let's move on to the last phase of the S3 warrior machine, which is strategy. Strategy. Now, in the military, this is where we move on from our advanced individual training. We move on to our assigned duty stations. And that's where we continue to develop our readiness levels using three keys that we implement in our training in the military, which are three things, the three keys that we implement in the S3 warrior machine inside of the academy which is to apply, verify, and optimize. So you apply what you learn to real-world scenarios. You test your truth. You got training. Now you have to apply it to real-world scenarios to see, does it work? How do, how do I personally, because everybody's different, right? It's got to be, it has to really be applied to your own practical plan for you, like you and your family, so maybe because you read somebody's article or you watch somebody's YouTube video and they're saying this is the way to do something, well, maybe, that's, maybe that doesn't work for you. The only way to know is to really test your truth. Now, in the, in the academy, we have some fun ways that we do this. Like we take all the, the monthly training and we have these mini missions that we go on. And they're, they're meant to be fun. Like we make them as fun as possible and people can actually apply the training to scenarios that we have built. And then we have a giveaway at the end of it for everybody that, that, um, that finishes that mini mission. But we've got to take the training. We've got to apply it to something and, and like really put it to use. It can't just be head knowledge that we or some book that we bought that's just sitting on a shelf somewhere. Now, the next step here, the, uh, the, the, the second key is to verify. You want to gauge the gap between when you do that, when you test your truth and you apply that training to a scenario you find, you verify, does that work? And if it doesn't, you go ahead and you look for that gap. We call it gauging the gap. Where is the gap in between where I want to be and where I've tested myself and find out that I'm really there? Like this is where I'm really at. I didn't rise to the level of the expectations that I had. I thought I really knew that thing. But the reality is I didn't. Now, the third key here is optimize. So this is where you really kind of hyper accelerate your skill development because you have a personalized feedback loop that happens 
in the military where you have your sergeants there that have already gone through this training. Like they're there to help guide you. It's my job as a leader to guide my soldiers under me. And I do that by testing them, by, you know, by applying that training, by verifying this is where you performed, this is what, what the standard was, here's the gap. Now what we're going to do is we're going to put together a personalized plan to help like, lose that gap. We want to get you to where the standards are or to constantly keep leveling up. We optimize that with feedback. In the academy, we have coaching sessions. We have people can can do a one-on-one. We're, we're starting like our one-on-one coaching now. So people can do that. We have a group coaching. We have a tactical a taco Tuesday we're doing now. Like uh, just some different ways that we can engage and you can people can constantly get feedback on where they're at with their development. All right. So this is the S3 Warrior machine that matches everything that we've done in the military because this has been proven over and over and over again to develop warriors. No matter what's going in, this is what comes out. Now that's gonna be different for each person out there, right? Like there are, there are like there's Navy SEALs and then you got the guys who are just, you know, they're, they've got a, a medical profile and they're back there like processing payroll for the military or whatever. Like everybody still has to be able to perform. So wherever you're at currently, whether that is you are older, maybe you're not in the best health, maybe you don't have mobility that you used to have when you were younger, maybe you're on a fixed budget, whatever your limitations are, it doesn't matter. Because when an attack happens or a collapse happens or some other crisis happens, you're not just going to be able to say, oh, well, screw it. I guess, guess I'll just die. That's not warriors. Warriors don't do that. If you're going to be warrior ready, you need to develop your warrior strength, your warrior skills, and your warrior strategy. We develop warrior strength by developing our brain, our body, and our backbone. We develop our warrior skills in those three key sets of self-defense, firearms, and survival. And then we apply, we test those skills. We verify them and we optimize them for our S3 warrior strategy. These are the same things that you can apply to your own training so that it's not just a collection of articles and YouTube videos, but actually a systematic path that you can follow to be able to become warrior ready for when that crisis hits because you are where the buck stops for you and for your family. The question is whether you are going to step into that machine and be able to use this process to be able to continuously level up your skills. We build it into the training inside of the academy. So if you're already an all-access member of the Warrior Life Academy, this is how we build, built it in. And we're going to continue, uh, continue to develop it so that you know exactly where you're at in this entire machine every step of the way. Now, if you're not a member of the Academy, the, the first step is to sign up for the free version, which is the Loot Locker version, which gives you access to some of the assets that are in there, some of our reports, our podcast cheat sheets like this one. You can get all of our back cheat sheets in there. So it does give you the ability to step into that machine and take a, take a look around and get some of the resources out of it as well, absolutely free. So you can go ahead and do that. For those of you that are all Access members, um, we're really doing like our, uh, our Fast Class Roadmap now is for that S2 level, the, um, the warrior skills for self-defense, firearms, and survival. 
that is a progressive path that we take to help you master each one of those three, those three levels there, those three keys. All right. So you can head on over to, if you just want to like go and check everything out, you can go on over to warriorlife.com slash loot, L-O-O-T, in order to sign up for Loot Locker. You can just get in there for free, poke around, and get a chance to look at everything in there. Um, highly recommend that you do that. We are going to be putting more resources in there. There are some free resources in there that are going to help you to, um, to implement this training into your own development as well. Um, and then next week for the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how to, you know, the skills that we use or the, the process that we use to really fast track your development of your skill sets. Like how can you learn a skill faster, but then also make it more of a programming that happens inside of your brain that makes sure that it's in your long-term memory so that it is an instinctive skill set that you have that you can pull out as at will. Now, most training does not do that. It goes into your short-term memory. You think you learned it because you just watched the video or you just read the article. It's not there. It seems like it's there. It's not there. Next week, I'm going to show you how to put it there. All right? And until our next broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson from warriorlife.com and the Warrior Life Academy saying prepare, train, and survive. You've been listening to the Warrior Life Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us spread the mission of self-reliance and self-protection when you rate us. And leave us a comment wherever you enjoy these podcasts. And don't forget to check out our posts and videos on our social media channels. You'll see a full directory when you visit our website at www.warriorlife.com. We'll see you next time. This has been the Warrior Life Podcast. Prepare. Train. Survive.